Welcome to the main column, proudly brought to you by our season sponsor, Maricam. Maricam is a global leader in full-service sulfur removal, caustic treating, and spent caustic treatment technologies. We also provide spent caustic handling services as an alternative to technology solutions. Maricam's reputation stands on principles of proven performance, unsurpassed expertise, and an uncommon commitment to its customers. For more information, visit maricam.com. So hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. On today's episode, we are looking at six reasons oil and gas organizations must implement an industrial cybersecurity program. Now, oil and gas companies must focus on building robust industrial cybersecurity programs to prevent and respond to the next attack. Now, over the last year, a surge of unprecedented attacks has brought industrial cybersecurity to the top of the minds of global industrial organizations. Now, this is particularly true in critical infrastructure sectors like oil and natural gas. Previously, cybercriminals concentrated on infiltrating the information technology or the IT networks that run business systems. However, they are looking to disrupt the operational technology or OT networks that control industrial operations. Threat actors have moved beyond stealing valuable data to gaining control over entire market ecosystems. Now, the Colonial Pipeline incident demonstrated how hackers can wreak havoc when organizations assume IT threats will not impact OT. Now, this ransomware attack resulted from a password breach, which snowballed until OT operations were completely shut down. And the consequence was a gasoline shortage along the U.S. East Coast, pushing gas prices to their highest level in about six years. So these dangerous breaches and correlated ramifications are just the beginning. In 2021, a detrimental cyber risk was identified in a widely used software, which is called Java Log4j, rated a 10 out of 10 on the vulnerability scale by the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, this threat has been labeled as one of the worst in history, with experts stating that organizations, IT, and OT networks worldwide are at risk until further notice. This breach and the Colonial Pipeline shutdown were a wake-up call for organizations and cyber criminals. Their impacts on the nation's supply chain and economy have confirmed that the oil and gas industry is a vulnerable and valuable target. Organizations must act now and prioritize the implementation of an industrial cybersecurity program to protect their operations, the environment, and the community. So looking now, what makes oil and gas companies vulnerable to attacks? Well, there are several reasons oil and gas organizations are vulnerable to attacks, with the most critical being, one, a lack of cybersecurity controls. Now, the oil and gas industry does not have standard OT cybersecurity strategies and regulations, which has led to disparate and often inadequate security practices. Control systems run nonstop daily, and that leaves limited downtime for upgrades and updates, resulting in unpatched and inherently vulnerable OT systems. Complicating matters even further is the fact that OT support in the oil and gas sector is inconsistent. Frequently, OT support relies on either IT teams who lack experience in OT networks or operations teams who are at a disadvantage because they do not understand cybersecurity principles. Now, contrary to what many organizational leaders believe, IT solutions cannot simply be applied to OT systems because they do not translate. OT systems need specialized cybersecurity solutions and dedicated staff with OT experience. Number two is remote capabilities are open to attack. 
Now, today, many oil and gas organizations have dispersed assets and they rely heavily on remote managing monitoring. While this connectivity offers a lot of advantages, it also creates vulnerabilities. Increased remote control over operations means more connection points for threat actors to break down organizational defenses and take control. Number three is growing operations are driving the expansion of the attack surfaces. So as oil and gas organizations expand their operations, the number of ways cyber threats can penetrate systems is growing, what's known as the attack surfaces. Now attackers are now trained to look for the cracks in these attack surfaces and then exploit them. Number four, modern technologies pose new cyber risk. So digitalization, data analytics, and automation are all competitive advantages. However, they do pose new cyber risk. Many industrial environments are comprised of legacy systems that can be anywhere from 10 years to 30 years old. Now, given their age, these systems were built for longevity and were not initially designed to be connected to wide area networks or other modern technologies. So those factors make them inherently vulnerable to attacks. Combining digitalization and an expanded attack surface creates additional challenges in managing cyber risk. When organizations centralize control and increase automation, analytics, and data to gain a competitive advantage, the financial aspects often take priority, leaving OT cybersecurity tacked on as an afterthought. While high dependency on digitalization will only increase as it creates efficiencies, it also increases risk. Number five, attackers want more than data. They actually now want physical control. So cyber attackers no longer only want to just steal and manipulate data. They want direct control over the operations in physical environments where they can have the most impact. Attacks can now damage critical infrastructure, grind operations to a halt, and ultimately threaten national security by crippling essential industries like oil and natural gas. I mean, something as simple as a password breach can disrupt the economy nationally and cause a ripple effect in adjacent industries. And lastly, attackers are forming businesses. Although many distinct type of cyber attackers with different motivations exist, they now have started to form businesses around hacking. Their common thread is targeting industrial sectors like oil and natural gas, where they can have the biggest impact, disrupt business operations, and make the most money. Now let's look at the components of a sound OT cyber program. So many organizations are unsure where to begin when building an OT cybersecurity program. The answer is to start at the beginning. OT environments are best protected when OT systems and networks are identified. So any update, upgrade, or renovation must have cybersecurity protocols built in from day one. All is not lost for organizations that need to update security protocols within their existing facilities. They must simply do more legwork. That means hiring an experienced team specialized in OT security that can do the following. Number one is create a comprehensive asset inventory. Shockingly, few organizations have visibility into the composition of their OT network. So, in other words, you can't protect what you can't see. Auditing the network to identify every device is the best way to build a cybersecurity plan that accounts for every possible attack point. Number two, map the assets. Knowing what assets are present is only the first step. Facility operators should also understand how each asset interacts with the rest of the network. Each asset's updated via supplier universal serial bus drives 
or vendor maintenance should be noted as those common connection points can still pose risk. Number three, evaluate vendors and suppliers. So your OT environment could be the most secure and tightly controlled in the world, but one unprotected supplier can open you up to potential threats. Number four, implement monitoring processes. So once a company has visibility into these areas, it can then track changes and monitor for abnormalities. Identifying OT attacks as the work of bad actors can be difficult as they often appear as malfunctions. With this in mind, tracking all activity is crucial to identifying and addressing breaches before hackers can use their access to wreak havoc. And finally, number five, develop a response plan. Despite the risk, many operators believe that a breach will not happen to them, and they do not know how to best respond when it actually does happen. All OT environments should have pre-developed response plans that account for attacks that harm employees, are executed for ransom, or result in downtime. So finally, a takeaway from this podcast is make OT cybersecurity a priority. Organizations must be proactive regarding securing their OT systems and understand that it's not enough to patch the vulnerability that led to the last high-profile attack. Since attackers are highly adaptable and constantly evolving, oil and natural gas companies must focus on building robust industrial cybersecurity programs to prevent and respond to the next attack. It is vital to prepare for when, not if, an attack occurs. The most successful organizations will work to develop a framework to identify potential weaknesses, protect against attacks, detect attacks when they occur, respond quickly, and recover effectively. And a proactive approach will make an organization resilient to future attempts and give peace of mind in a quickly changing environment. Again, we want to thank you for listening to this latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.